1: This is the Busted Open
2: Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaDreca. On today's episode, myself, Tommy Dreamer, and Mickey James talk about NXT and the arrival of Brian Pillman Jr. When will we see him in a NXT ring? We talk about that right now on the Busted Open podcast. Also, the always controversial and opinionated Vince Russo joins us right now on the Busted Open podcast. Saw the vignette on NXT, old school TV, um, the boob tube, if you will, as we used to I call had that it back TV. in the day, the boob tube. You have, the you know, the of, yeah, the kids. Got of a TV, you turn the on the picture have to, box. Yeah, it, have to, it would have to warm up, right? When you first the picture didn't come on right You'd away. You have to get to the antennas up.
2: and you put the aluminum foil on the edges and sometimes connect them
1: with the yep. aluminum foil. That's right. That's also how yeah. you used to get a cable illegally. Is use the <laughs> aluminum foil. Not that I, I don't know, did we that. didn't get
2: cable out that far.
1: Never, not that I ever did it, but maybe <laughs> we I got Cinemax. Bring it Cinemax in, Max, <laughs> by using aluminum foil, but um. But obviously, the vignette that we saw last night with, uh, training camp footage of the Cincinnati Bengals back in the day, uh, WCW Saturday Night, like that, to me, is Brian Pillman Jr. We heard that Brian Pillman Jr. is now a part of the NXT family, so Tommy. When you first hear that, and you saw that vignette last night, what were your first thoughts?
3: Uh, I really, really enjoyed the vignette. It it made me sit back and think. It was very, very short. You can see the clip on WWE reposted it. Um, short, sweet, gets you thinking, but, oh, wait, that could be uh, either Brian Pillman or Icky Woods has signed with uh, the WWE. Imagine. That would be great, the Icky Shuffle. Oh, the Icky Um, Shuffle
1: in the middle. Is Icky Woods still with us, by the way? Because if if Icky Woods is still with us, that may be happening. Icky Woods looked like a wrestler to me.
3: He did. More of a technical genius,
1: if you will. (laughs) But no, (laughs) Brian Pillman Jr. I mean, yeah. He's still alive
3: and age 57. That's not too
1: old. Start a wrestling career? Bring chicken. (laughs) Be um, with you gotta lock
3: up. Okay, Dave, Icky Woods has not joined WWE. It's not a vignette for him.
1: Okay. Uh,
3: <laughs> Ken Anderson is about to start. Ken
1: Anderson <laughs> is signing with the WWE. How old is Ken Anderson? I think Ken Anderson's older than uh, Icky Woods. Chris yeah. Collinsworth maybe signing with the WWE. Tommy, I've taken this joke way too long. Go Somebody
3: ahead, who should have signed with the WWE, <laughs> Chad Ochocinco.
1: He there definitely you go, had the
3: charisma. That's-
1: or oh, T.O. He had, charisma.
3: he had the he had the charisma.
1: Yes. Anyway,
3: um, vignette very very cool. Brian is got some massive shoes to fill. I think uh, I worked with him earlier. Uh, I watched him recently over the summer. Where definitely he has gotten better, and he's another person that, under that umbrella, training every day, getting more reps, and being in that regimen system of the WWE Performance center will benefit him. Um, and hopefully we get because hopefully we get to see the best uh, of him, you know, from we learned a lot uh, from the dark side of the ring about his dad. And you know, the reason why he got into it, AEW gave him a nice platform as well as gave him some nice moments. And now, hey, if you can step up your in ring and be able to adapt to this system, I think it'll be very, very, you know, good for him. He's going to be in great shape. He's a good looking kid, he has charisma. So, hopefully, uh, the WWE system helps him a lot and a great platform for him to do it in nxt
1: mickey your thoughts about this as well
2: um yeah i guess was he ever signed before or no no No, this is the first time he's been signed i you know i thought always thought that he would eventually get signed just because of his wwe loves second generation third generation talent and it's like do they always pan out are they always you know Where Charlotte's had so much success, or, you know, the Samoans, like that, it doesn't always pan out that way. But, you know, I feel like, especially with Brian Pillman, because he was gone at such a young age, you know, and I look at Brian, you definitely see some, a lot of the similarities, not just in, I obviously didn't know um, Brian Pillman, but not just in his like looks and stuff like that, but just in some of his, mannerisms I should say and and how he is like from stories that I've heard so uh, I guess I always thought that he would be signed I actually was shocked that he wasn't he hadn't been signed yet but then I realized that he had went to AEW Um, so I think the NXT system is great for him because again like you know a lot of legends get to learn from their fathers and stuff like that and I don't think and there's so much of the backstory you know especially with when you saw the That special the dark side of the ring or whatever but there's so much of the backstory about where i really go like wow he didn't really get a chance to have that relationship with wrestling or that relationship with wrestling and his father so he's coming at it from a very different dynamic than a lot of of second generation wrestlers and i was almost when i had like my conversation with him was like i'm actually shocked that you don't hate wrestling and hate the business in in a way like just from like he was so young then and to to then not have his father for you know that's a lot that's a lot and to see the man he's become out of it um it's pretty amazing and I think that's already winning in a way so um I'm excited I'm excited for him I definitely think you know he's very handsome he's got a great look the ladies are gonna love him he's good in the ring and I think coming starting in NXT again debuting in NXT and the matches there and especially with the size ups and stuff um it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, and I hope he shines.
1: And I and he and to your point, he's still very young. Um, mm-hmm. He's only been wrestling for I think about five and a half years, and almost right. four of those years was with AEW. And then yeah. you're also through the pandemic, where mm-hmm. you know so much changed in the world of pro wrestling, right. obviously. So it's almost and, like and, the and
2: pandemic years, just wrestlers out there. Cause everybody goes like, Oh, I've been wrestling six years, but two of those years were in the pandemic. I should just say pandemic doesn't count. Can we just say that? Or like it's, maybe it's combined in those two years. It only accounts for maybe one year because it wasn't in front of people. Maybe that's right. you Tommy disagrees. You in front of I do drag. disagree yes.
3: because it was in front of, it was, it was on, te- on television. Yeah. I also think that, like, for impact, WWE, AEW, a lot of people shined during. Okay, that, so not on. T- so, okay, let me clarify:
2: not on television wrestling, like wrestling indies and stuff. It was you were going to wrestling practice when you you, you could, and yeah. there weren't really shows running. So Truth. those two years don't count for those who weren't on TV. Maybe, sort of, kind
3: of. Like my first two idiot? years, my first two years of being a wrestler. I had two matches in eighty nine. Yes. And then four matches in ninety. But yeah. I walked around saying I was a pro wrestler. I'm a wrestler. Yeah. You're right. Brother.
1: Brother. But I understand what Mickey's saying because especially on the indie scene, there were no shows at all. None. So and and there were a lot of probably gyms and schools that completely shut down during that. They weren't time allowed to be open. Well. Yeah. Or if they were
3: oh, there were there was a lot of They're outlaws sneaky, going. on. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> COVID didn't sneak. exist under <laughs> once you hit that Tennessee border.
1: <laughs> they found a the hey. way. And Brian said, throw the mask was... away, boy. <laughs> Brian Pillman was somebody that early on was used a lot on AEW TV. And then I would think probably the last year and a half you didn't see him at all. So um I feel like this is again the best fit for Brian Pillman. And I, I think he's going to shine on NXT. And I again, like and, and, it, and being all the, th- the places that we saw him on the indie scene, a part of MLW, a part of AEW and now NXT, it seems like he's been wrestling for a lot longer than just the five and a half years that he's been wrestling. But five and a half years, you both can attest to is not a very long period of time. It's not very long. Star. It's not very long.
2: In fact, I don't even feel like I started to understand or even get really, like, get good until, like, five years in. And that was a lot of training, a lot of even television and all that stuff. Like, I was good. I would say I was good by passable good. You know, you come back through the curtain and they go, hey, great match, girls, like that, because we got through it and we didn't screw it up and we were girls, so... But if we were like one of the boys, they would have been, they would have sat there and picked it apart unless I sat there and said, Tommy, please pick my pack match apart. Like it wasn't good. If it was good, I would be on TV.
3: <laughs> um, For me, I agree with Mickey said a hundred percent. I didn't start hitting my stride until 1996. And I'm on television. I'm wrestling weekly, but I'm f- I'm in ECW, I'm feuding with Raven, but once, right around 96, it like the light bulb went off and it clicked. And then I've never looked back, but it was just getting there and even being in ECW, like trying to find your footing. And, you know, thankfully, like, and I've said this all the time, I had Terry Funk, I had Paul Heyman, I had Mick Foley all helping me. And like Mickey said, picking it apart. Because there was much different when me and taz who are on the same level are traveling with each other and picking apart our matches as opposed to you know the the people I have already mentioned so uh yeah you, and it is it's a system uh, you know and then we're also talking about one CCw went away 96 now 2001 uh I had to go learn a whole new system mm-hmm it's... And it is relearning
2: because it they ran completely different. Like,
3: yep. Oh, trust me, they're... I know.
1: <laughs> and and it's the same thing here. I'm sure with Brian Pillman Jr. There's probably maybe this is the wrong terminology. Bad habits that the WWE is going to have to work with because I'm sure. Working outside of the WWE is far different than working within the walls of the WWE. I think that's a big reason why the WWE likes to get athletes from outside the world of wrestling because they're training them in the WWE way when they get athletes from in the wrestling world, especially wrestlers on the indie scene and maybe even wrestlers from AEW. They have to retrain their brain on how to do things in the world of the WWE
2: yeah. Well, their brain and their natural bad habits that they they've picked up through osmosis through other people and stuff like that. But the same thing can be said for, said for Jade when you're talking about that of like They're going to have to break that system or break how their system is done to whether it's bad habits or not or whatever. But it's a learned habit is what it is. So then they're going to have to break those down to relearn, and it's really hard to reset and retrain someone like once it, they're already comfortable in that zone to kind of like go like whoa, whoa, whoa that's not actually right it's not correct or you know how it's done so that's I almost harder see,
3: than- yeah i want to see brian pillman make it not because of his dad i want to see brian pillman make it because of brian pillman Yeah. he could be perhaps wrestling's greatest success story yeah for all that he over that overcomes and, and i'm a big fan of brian pillman Same. and i want to see him really really do great in his life and i think he has the best opportunity to it. just like jade they're in the system and it's the best place for them to be
0: this is former ufc champion chris weidman do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a XM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on XM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down.
1: As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs... It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked, from Family Farms and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The host of Vince Russo's The Brand is the man, Vince Russo. Vince, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you
4: as always. Uh, hey, not a problem, Dave. You know I always, uh, you know, know I always like to come in here. And bro, like, unfortunately, I'm reading the comments from this show at 4 a.m. Uh, because nobody in the wrestling business sleeps, including me. Even though I'm kind of on the outskirts of it, I'm reading these comments at 4 a.m., Dave, and I could not help myself uh, because the 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 WWE who hasn't gotten anybody over, aside from Roman Reigns, since God knows when, okay, nobody, zero, all of a sudden, they're going to make a megastar out of Jade Cargo. So I just had to ask the question, who, who, Dave? Who's going to make this uh, megastar? Trips? Uh, Vince? Who's going to make this megastar out of her when they can't make a megastar out of anybody? Well, I mean, a couple of things. And, and this is, first of all, you're an extremist. You very
1: are to the extreme with everything you say. I thought I was an extremist. My goodness. We should do a show together. But, but Vince. Sure. Like, I'll be like best friends. Uh, but, but, I mean, isn't that kind of harsh? I mean, I do feel like the WWE has created stars. I mean, I think, I mean, define star. Like I that maybe that's the the question I should well ask Dave let,
4: let let's first say this. Let, let me say two things here. We we have to go all the way back to this was many, many, many years ago. Triple H made the comment to Ryback: there will never be another John Cena. And mm-hmm. what Triple H was telling Ryback was there is never, ever going to be a wrestler bigger than the company. Because, you know, the WWE has to be in control of everything. Once you become a rock, once you become a Cena, all of a sudden you're not in control of their careers anymore. And and when Triple H made that statement, I had to say, I was like, I, I kind of chuckled at it because I'm like, Trips, you have a television show, and you need television stars on the television show or else nobody would watch. So I kind of thought it was a joke. But, bro, as months and months passed, it was as clear as day. They they, They were making no effort outside of Reigns. They were making no effort to get anybody over as a mega superstar. No effort. If they got them over a little, then they pushed them back a little bit. Got them over a little, pushed them down a little bit. This was consistent and still is across the board with everybody on the roster. So you got to understand this was all by design. Triple H said it and they've succeeded in doing this. Now, when you talk, and when you ask me what's a mega star, bro, I'm talking about the casual fans. OK, every everybody is over to the mark audience. Everyone's over, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about to the casual fans, the casual fans who who know the scene and who know the rocks and who know the and who knows the, the, the names of the megastars. I'm talking that type of level. And, and my question to you was serious. Who, who Who is this one that's going to get her over when they couldn't get Bianca Belair over to those heights? They couldn't get Rhea Ripley over to those heights. They didn't get Becky Lynch over to those heights. And, Dave, that was done by design. It was I, done I, by design. I can't argue with you on that, Vince, but I do
1: feel, and I, want, I would love to get your opinion on this as well, I do think this is a new era for the WWE. Now, this isn't the old WWE anymore. Now, this is... Now there's a lot more heads involved in this. And we even talked about it earlier in the show. How did they break the news that Jade Cargill was now a part of WWE through ESPN? You know, like, so right away, you're doing it through ESPN. So now you're turning heads and you're seeing somebody like a Jade Cargill that even if you're not a wrestling fan, you see her and you see a star. I do feel like this is a new era with this partnership with TKL,
4: that this is a a new era in the WWE? Dave, I hope it is. I really, really hope it is because, bro, listen, man, with all due respect, we need to clean the house of the dinosaurs. We need to clean the house of all those, bro, who have literally been burying others for years and years and years to save their spots because that's what it's all about. I hope and pray, bro, that Endeavor comes in and says, wait a minute, bro. We can't be doing 1.3 million people on a Monday night opposite the NFL. What's going on here, bro? We need to get that up to 2 million. Then we need to get that up to 2 and I hope and pray that happens, Dave. But to be quite frank with you, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Because when we saw Ari's sit down with Vince... Oh my God, he went on and on about Vince is the guy, and I bought into the uh, uh, WWE because of Vince McMahon, and he talked about Vince like he literally was the God of Thunder. So I hope you are correct because that is what they badly badly need right now they need new eyes looking at this they need to get back to some form of entertainment and I just I have no confidence creatively in the people currently there let me put it to you that way
1: all right so but 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 you do believe that there are people money people that want to see this improve that want to see numbers grow that want to see star so this this landscape, can change though. I do feel like lately, especially over the last year, Vince, that they have created star Cody being one. I mean, I don't know if Cody was a a a mega star before he got back to the WWE. I
4: would Dave, probably be Dave. I, I hate to interrupt, but again, I'm just going to tell you because we talk about the definition of star. Cody Rhodes is not over to the casual fan, Dave. He's not. I don't. I have no interest in watching Raw. If there was a mega star on that show, I would want to watch him. That's what a casual fan is, bro. It's real simple, Dave. A casual fan, if it's if it's a good if it's good, I'm gonna watch it. If it's bad, I'm gonna watch something else. Cody Rhodes has not, in any way, shape, or form, caused me to want to watch this show. Oh. That's Ooh, just David, that's I'm, I'm, okay? I'm just absolutely I'm absolutely shooting. with But, you. but, 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 Vince, but hold on. No. Let me, just say, Dave, okay, let me just say one thing, Mickey, because I'm not saying that personally against Cody.
2: No, I'm saying that
4: from a creative direction, bro. They've done nothing with this guy outside of him. Go out there and every week and say a uh, uh, Farmingville, New York. What do you want to talk about? Cody doesn't write the show. They've but, done but, but, nothing but, with them. But but Vince and we do we
2: did touch on earlier how we're really desperate like we need to bring back the casual fan casual audience yeah but but I
1: think that's happening this is but but Vince like all right
4: look Dave how can you say that with the numbers
1: where they are how can you say that's happening again I have this discussion with bully all the time I, I I I sometimes I think we put too much stock into the rating. But look at the attendance. The WWE is selling out everywhere. We haven't seen numbers like this. Merchandise sales, attendance in arenas. We haven't seen numbers like this for quite some time, Vince. Bro, I, those I think are they... the
4: hardcore yeah. fans. Dave, listen to what you just said. With all due respect, and I do respect your opinion, and as Mickey says, I do love you. Bro, putting too much emphasis on the ratings, bro, why do you think Fox said bye-bye? Fox said, bro, that's a huge deal. Bro, that's the thing about the wrestling media, bro. All the coverage was on who the WWE let go. Are you freaking kidding me? That was a red flag because they lost the Fox deal they promised fox deal x amount of numbers of viewers and they didn't come close dave and bro they were getting they were getting advertisements promo during nfl games bro fox was promoting them out the wazoo and you know what happened dave they did get casual fans to check it check it out they did get casual fans to go to the show and casual fans tuned in and they were like nope not really interested in this the ratings mean everything Dave
2: I do agree that ratings are still important in the sense of you know how you have like a real fan is that they're tuning in live to watch it like that's a true true fan like they're not just and we're all guilty of DVR because we're all busy especially in today's and because we're spoiled and we have that availability to us whereas before we never did so the, the ratings have changed because everything's gone to streaming platforms. But even when you talk about the strike and stuff, the streaming platforms don't pay out the same as watching, tuning in live and stuff. So if you really want to support something, if you are a true fan, you should t- tune in live. And but, that is but, beneficial. But
1: Mickey, it's not just about TV anymore. It is about, like, streaming and on the people know. on their phones. Like, and, and, and Vince, like, I don't think there's anybody over the age of 25 that are sitting on their sofa watching TV on a Friday night. Like, that's not how a new generation of fans consume the product anymore
4: well then i guess wwe lied to fox because i guess they knew them themselves they were never going to get the 3.6 when i first saw that dave i was like are you like like are you guys cuckoo like, are you? Where are you going to get these three point six million people from? They're gone, Dave. The casual fans are gone. You talk about the merch. You talk about ticket sales. You talk about all this stuff, bro. Those are the hardcore wrestling fans that go to everything. We, we casual fans, we're gone, Dave. We're gone. And they're here. Here's the thing. They're making zero effort to get us back zero bro they're not even trying to get us back but i think the hard
1: to your point the hardcore fan base is growing now you have a bigger hardcore fan base than you have probably ever before dave
4: aew has been doing eight hundred fifty thousand people for the last 25 years that number has not grown one iota How, how is it growing i mean but but Vince, you know aew is still a young company aew That show has been on the air for less than four years. Like, you got to give it some time, no? Dave, any other show in television that did not increase their ratings over four years would be gone. They would be gone. I'm going to go back to my original theory. Bro, there's no question in my mind that Tony Khan is paying for TV time. There is absolutely no question in my mind. The dude's a billionaire. He wants these shows on, on on the network. He's going to the network. He's saying to them, "What do you guys think you could make, uh, you know, through advertising, et cetera, et cetera?" Okay, no problem. I'll double it, bro. No network is going to keep two shows on television that are over five hundred thousand viewers a uh, a uh, a week, and and Fox just proved that. Come on, Dave. He's paying for the TV time. That's no, why on now piano. you're just saying
1: stuff to say it. There's no way that what? he's hang paying. All right, they're happy on. with
4: the numbers that AEW 500, delivered. 500,000 people, 400,000 people. They're happy with that, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tommy. Go um, ahead, Tommy.
3: You make a valid point about SmackDown. However, they just <laughs> got paid more money for that product to air on another network.
2: Right.
4: Tommy, right. I understand that. Bro, listen, we got to separate two things here. Please, okay. I, I try to make this clear to everybody. Bro, what WWE is doing on the business side and what they are doing creatively are two completely different true. animals. Okay. True. On the business side, Dave, I am not going to argue with you. They are making money hand over fist. Nick Khan has made some incredible deals. Bro, I I literally give them a standing ovation when it comes to business and the money they are accumulating, bro. That's totally separate from what you are putting on my television screen every, every Monday night. It's two completely different things. Vince, I got to tell you this. I totally
3: disagree. Here's why from my point. And I, and again, I love you. um, And I like debates like this. If, I was in the WWE when the houses were down, um, and I heard from a lot of the guys during the Attitude Era where, because, you know, the business crashes, uh, you kill WCW, I kill ECW, and the business uh, goes goes down. And I remember all the guys looking up, and like, man, this was never, we've never been here when it wasn't full, when they were tarping off the top rows. And, you know, the product was kind of hit a an eh. Then now, like I view it as business is insane because of the wrestlers and what they're seeing on television, as well as that's why they're getting paid more money for this thing called content. And I and I I, I know where you're coming from, because you came from where and you you are the man helping China Sable Steve Austin The Rock uh Bret Hart this is all during your era but you know then we're looking at it this way and it was sold out and the numbers you did back then I feel unattainable today because of the amount of shows and ability to watch television and how we're programmed now to just eh I could watch it later um but when 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 I look at WWE, if I look it on the Raw side, I have baby faces that are over because I hear it, and I and I disagree when you just say for the wrestling fans, and the casual fans, um, if I'm doing this business with just my wrestling fans, I'm just I'm happy with that because my business has been the best it's ever been, and and, and I get where you say you got to separate, but I disagree because the both are the same and if i could use my experience from impact wrestling we had a great wrestler in josh alexander who was getting over and we had a great storyline with mickey james and we saw all of our houses going up and then these two people got hurt at the same time and it was like oh crap then with the influx even now they're gone now all of a sudden we had to go we got to do better and now i've seen all our houses have gone up so like I see when they return. Oh crap! Now they're back. So I get what you're saying, but at times I I disagree. And I love debates like this. I think we yeah. should have had you on for three. I hours. do
2: too. Yeah, yeah
4: Tommy, I, know. I, I just want to say I want to, bro. I am talking for for you, you guys seriously. Please, you gotta put aside my time in the wrestling business because that's not what this is about. This is about Vince Russo, who likes to consider himself a professional television viewer mm-hmm. where I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch a show and it's either going to do one of two things, bro. It's either going to grab me or I'm going to be on to the next thing. I could tell you guys without a shadow of a doubt, wrestlers on Netflix has grabbed me. It has grabbed me to the point that I will only watch one episode a week because I want to digest it. I, I want to take it nice. in. I will not binge watch that show because I need to take this show in. And Dave, you know, we again, we fast forward to Monday night, literally, bro. You know, obviously, if I wasn't getting paid to watch Raw, I wasn't. But on top of that, bro, I cannot wait for this show to end. Because, Dave, let's just take this past week for an example. Bro, we got a bond burner, man, on, on Monday Night Football, bro. The, the Rams and, and the Bengals are going back to back. And what's on Raw? A thirty-minute tag match that we've seen a billion times before. All no, right, so this, no, is where, no, this is where this is where we're going to argue. No casual television viewer is going to sit there and watch that. But I, I, I
1: disagree because the Dragon Lee-Dominic Mysterio match was fantastic. I thought the promo with Nia Jax...
4: Yeah, bro, if you was, like guys would, that slap their legs, it was freaking phenomenal, bro. I, I I think Dragon Lee set the record for how many times can I slap my leg and make it obvious to the casual fan watching at home where they sit there and say, this jabron is freaking slapping his legs. Or, or you maybe can watch the NFL. he
3: has a Charlie horse. Or
1: you maybe, can watch the NFL game. Where there's a million flags during the course of the game and nobody can hold on to the freaking football, I mean, like you know, you could you could nitpick to death, but I Nit think pick. as a, as a fan, I, that's nitpick. I mean, Tommy. that was a yeah, great match between Dave, those I'm close two. Close
4: to wanting a match against you, I seriously. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, I want to see. I think you know it. what. Vince, go you ahead, know dude. what go I ahead. think it is? And go I ahead, love Dave.
1: you. I love and I respect you. You've lost your passion for pro
4: wrestling. I but still who, love who it. I made still... me lose that passion? You, I don't know. But the you've wrestling wrestling lost your passion for it. Business. Dave, the wrestling business. I just,
2: go yeah. Ahead. I think it's too, you know, you have the attitude era. And we look at it and we go, oh, the business. Enough with the attitude will the business era ever be? My God. Stop it, David. Will oh. the business ever be attitude era hot again? Like with mainstream no i don't think so i don't because we have kind of but that's like but then you say that but then like tommy said we're doing it's doing better business than it's ever done
4: but but mickey i agree with you but here's my only argument to that as i watch this show as somebody who's done it for many 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 years it can be it can be busted open as
1: part of the sirius xm sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.